This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Truth and Consequences. There is a basic undercurrent of opinion in this country that has become a knee-jerk response that we spend too much on foreign aid and that the billions going to Ukraine is somehow being wasted. Some of the foreign aid surely could be better spent, but not what it is going to Ukraine. Neither Ukraine nor Russia is going to be at peace with one another as long as Russia occupies Ukraine territory. Some want to let Russia keep its occupied illegally annexed territory, cut off U.S. aid to Ukraine, and deny Ukraine admittance to NATO. Some want to give Putin a pass on Ukraine and focus instead on the alliance between Russia and China. How you do that is defeat Putin in Ukraine, which would make Russia a liability for China, but that truth seems to be lost. If Putin gains anything that can be interpreted as a win over Ukraine, he'll move on to his next objective and his resurrection of the Russian Empire, and his ties in alliance to China would grow even stronger. Putin has a warrant for his arrest as a war criminal posted by the International Criminal Court. Some would give him a pardon and trade away Russian sanctions. Let's go back and review where relations began at the end of World War II between the United States and Soviet Union. Stalin annexed border countries as buffer states to the Russian Empire. Such strategy goes back to Catherine the Great. Putin is attempting to follow in these footsteps. Finland, Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, Poland, and even Germany knows this. That is why they have resurrected NATO to a level that would have been surprising just a short time ago. The United States is still the bedrock of NATO, and Putin wants to crack that foundation with his political allies here in the United States. The U.S. has spent billions supporting the defense of Europe that became trillions if the total sum from the Cold War were fully tabulated. The bill doesn't stop. If the war in Ukraine ended tomorrow, the United States is still going to spend enormous sums countering the threat from Russia to U.S. national security. As long as Putin remains in power and Russia avoids becoming a failed state, he will threaten the U.S. So what are we spending to degrade Putin and Russia militarily and economically through Ukraine? How much money has Europe and the U.S. given to Ukraine? It includes $19.3 billion of financial assistance from the European Union to Ukraine. In addition, over $29 billion in military assistance and constantly growing, ranging from ammunition to air defense systems, leopard tanks, and fighter jets. Also, up to another $18 billion from the EU budget to support Ukraine refugees that have fled to European Union member states since February 2022. These were direct contributions, and there were hundreds of millions of dollars in indirect aid from Europe as well. They stepped up. The Joe Biden administration and U.S. Congress have directed more than $75 billion in assistance to Ukraine, which includes the humanitarian, financial, and military support. There's an additional request pending for another $61 billion in Ukraine security and economic assistance. The portion going directly to military support is a very small fraction of what we spend on national defense, and what could be seen as the most effective type of countermeasure to the Russian threat. We are giving them our military hand-me-downs, such as M2 Bradley vehicles that our military is replacing with upgrades. They were going to do this anyway, so gain value from the old equipment, which has been effectively used by Ukraine against Russian forces. The ROI on this investment has been phenomenal. Despite their material losses, the Kremlin has incurred significant personnel casualties, and counting. 
As a result of the war, Russia has suffered over 300,000 casualties. It's caused hundreds of thousands of their best and brightest to flee Russia and has drained their treasury, making them unable to effectively function in global commerce. If Western resolve is maintained, Russia will be defeated economically as well as on the battlefield. If Russian President Vladimir Putin is not defeated on the battlefield now, it will cost the United States far more to deter and defend against him in the future. As I mentioned before, my dad did not see me until I was a year old as he was stationed in Germany in 1952 with the 4th Infantry Division opposing Russian armored units poised as a threat to Western Europe. Today Ukraine has pinned Putin and we have the best opportunity for a strategic tap-out that we've ever had Russia put in in my lifetime. Coincidentally, Comstock's Eric Ralph's son Ethan is currently serving in the 4th Infantry Division stationed in Fort Carson, Colorado. They are training to deploy to Poland later this year. It has been seven decades and we are still sending our own to counter the Russians. I am blown away by the arrogance and idiocy of those who whine about the cost of aid to Ukraine who do not see the relative worth of a victory. There's no lasting deal to be made with Putin. They proclaim that they are the truth, but they are oblivious to history, opportunity, and consequences. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.